How many times have you heard the phrase cost of living in the past few months? Plenty of times, I'm sure. Also, I think we need probably a new way to talk about this stress, this frustration. Bill shock? I don't know, too American. Love to hear from you on the text line about that. Perhaps it comes to mind when you're at the grocery store watching the total at the checkout just getting higher and higher. Or perhaps it's more apparent when the Reserve Bank announces it's again raising interest rates and you wonder how much less you'll have to live on once your bank decides fairly quickly to pass on the rate hike in full whilst lagging on passing it on to savers. All this despite the banks and other businesses posting their own record profits. So have you paused to consider whether you're getting bang for your buck in these inflationary times? Are you getting getting the service you want as well when you go to a restaurant or a, a, a pub or, I don't know, when you're purchasing products? Do you feel like perhaps we're operating in a very narrow consumer uh, environment? You know, we've got basically two airlines, a couple of banks, uh, not much choice when it comes to being a consumer these days. Prices going up, you're going to have to take it or leave it. What about when something goes wrong? Are businesses falling over themselves to make things right to you? Are they actually fighting for your business in these times? Unfortunately, if you're a consumer in Australia, you really just don't have that much choice. I'd love to hear from you about your observations and frustrations here. Are you wondering why businesses can charge the way they do? Like the pub I went to last night, that $28 for fish and chips? Maybe that's normal for you, but I don't know. doesn't seem like terribly good value to me. Um, have you noticed the old maxim, the customer knows best, doesn't really apply these days? Love to hear from you. 0418 on the text line. Mark says business needs to realise and acknowledge that not only are we customers, but also their staff and need adequately to pay to engage as customers rather than just consumers. Uh, This one too uh, says, hi Andy, I bought street food uh, in a basic Asian cafe. One dish turned out to be chicken schnitzel deep fried in batter for $28. It wasn't even nice. That was the first time that had dinner out in the last three years. Lots of these kinds of stories coming through on the text line. You can join and maybe vent your spleen a little bit about the conversation that we're all having these days, the increasing cost of living, 0418 Professor John Quiggan is a Vice Chancellor Senior Fellow in Economics at the University of Queensland. Welcome to you. Good afternoon. Well, what are price takers? And do you agree that that's kind of what we've all been become in this current inflationary environment? Well, I think the missing part of the picture, I think one of your callers referred to, is wages. I mean, really, uh, there are a bunch of reasons why uh, prices have have gone up, some of them good and some of them bad. But the real core of our problem, the problem that people are facing, is that wages were already uh, pretty much stagnant before the uh, pandemic. And uh, in the wake of the... um, Wake of the end of the lockdowns, they've just fallen far behind, far behind prices, and so um, it's not, yeah, not really a question of whether twenty eight dollars is too much to uh, pay for fish and chips when it might have been you know, twenty or twenty five dollars in the past. It's that our wages haven't risen commensurately. And I certainly have sympathy for small businesses that are having to pass that on, but the glaring question always comes down to company profits are going up in this country. Is this a lack of competition in the landscape? I mean, well, we're yeah. talking about a few different things here, but uh, you know, it all, all leads yes. to the one consumer experience, right? Mm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, competition's always been problematic in Australia. We've, we've ne- we're not really big enough uh, to support uh, lots of competition, and we've um, made our problems worse, I think, in many respects, uh, through the uh, privatisation that took place through the 1990s and early 2000s, which uh, replaced government monopolies, which might not have always been uh, perfectly responsive with, with private monopolies or duopolies that have um, have have served us very poorly. But... but uh, in a sense, that hasn't accelerated particularly over the last year or two. What's what we're seeing is a phenomenon that um, uh, that when demand is strong, uh, monopoly profits are able to increase. Um, the, the the more uh, the more inelastic is demand in the jargon economists, the more we're stuck with just as you say taking the price. Uh, the more that um, that firms with market power can put their prices up, and um, and because demand is strong. Uh, we're just seeing that happening across a wide range of industries. Which industries are we talking about the most? I mean, the ones that always come to mind and are, that are quoted is the supermarkets, the airlines and banks. Well, I think, I mean, the banks are, are something of a, a special case, but what we've seen with the banks is just over a very long period when they've had huge technological improvements, uh, their margins really haven't changed at all um, for, for quite a number of years. And, uh, and that's fed in. So, that, so rather than uh, taking the savings that they've made from closing branches, everybody going online and so forth, and feeding that into lower margins, uh, what they've done is, is increase their profits. Uh, we are in this, well, it seems we're in this era of mega profits. CBA has pulled in more than $5 billion in six months. Qantas last week delivered a record half-year earnings bonanza of $1 billion. Uh, Coles earnings surged 17% recently, Woolworths 14%. And yet the prices just keep on going up. I mean, I, I know I sound like a, a broken record here, but but how do companies adjust or justify the, the prices they're charging in this environment? Well, um, of course, to a certain extent, it's what the market will bear. Um, of course, as one company puts its price up, that, that's a cost cost for others. So we've seen uh, really coming out of this, I mean, of course, this is a global phenomenon, and a lot of it reflects, um, initially reflects uh, the big expansion we had to get us through the lockdown phase of the pandemic. Um, uh, that meant... Uh, uh, spending lots of uh, handing out lots of money, which in some cases companies didn't need, and in some cases households had money they couldn't spend. And so, um, so as the uh, as the restrictions have relaxed, we've seen uh, a lot more spending power come into the market. That's raised prices, uh, and um, to some extent that was necessary. But what should have happened is that wages should have risen in line with that. In which case, we'd be having a rather different conversation as it is. Uh, people see their wages are essentially going up at the same 2 or 3% if they're lucky, uh, while prices are going up 7 or 8%. Professor John Quiggan is here on RN Drive. We're talking about the state of, well, the consumer experience and perhaps competition here in Australia. Uh, on the text line, John, here's a question from Brett. He says, hi, Andy, I find the inflation issue really difficult to understand. Do the record company profits add more to the increases in inflation compared to the spending of punters like him? If profits add to inflation, isn't this a government issue to resolve, not the Reserve Bank? What are your thoughts there? Well, um, the way to think about it, I guess, is your profits is the difference between the prices you charge and the prices you pay. Uh, plus, of course, the quantity you sell. So what we've seen is big increases in prices with very small increases in wages, which are the biggest cost for most companies. That automatically produces uh, higher profits. Uh, 
trying to figure out the direction of causality there is kind of tricky, but I think it's pretty clear that our wage-setting institutions have been designed for many years uh, to hold wages down. Uh, you know, when the previous government was elected in 2014, the minister in charge was warning of a wage explosion, taking lots of precautions against it. That wage explosion never happened. Uh, wages just stayed bumping along at these very low levels. Uh, and to the extent that before the uh, pandemic, when the Reserve Bank was worried about low inflation, they, they would, like, would have liked to see a bit of wage growth. And now, unfortunately, the Reserve Bank is, uh, even though we, wages are way below where they should be, the Reserve Bank is pushing for yet further reductions in real wages. Two quick points. The Australia Institute last week released findings uh, reporting the big profits, the big corporate profits, and not wages uh, is the main driver of inflation. And and then Assistant Minister for Competition and Treasury, Andrew Lee, said, I think it was last year, that a lack of competition in Australia may be part of the reason for Australia's waning productivity. So putting these two things together, would increasing competition or boosting pressures on oligopolies uh, will that go to achieving that f- previous goal in terms of uh, keeping pace, uh, wages keeping pace with inflation? Well, in some cases, I think more vigorous anti-competition policy is the answer. In other cases, I think uh, I think we went, as I say, through this big episode of privatisation with the idea that competition would turn up sooner or later, uh, when in crucial respects it really hasn't. Uh, we haven't seen uh, haven't seen the growth of a highly competitive landscape. If anything, the opposite. We'll have to leave it there. Professor John Quiggan, do appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. And he's the Vice-Chancellor, Senior Fellow in Economics at the University of Queensland. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.